Welcome back to Jesus Day, the Spirit-Filled Life. I'm excited that you're here to join me again. Let's just get started. So, dear Father, I just thank you so much for today. Lord, I say this so many times, but I really am so grateful to be chosen by you, to be a vessel, Lord, for what you are doing, Jesus, to join you in what you're doing. Father, I pray that the words that come out of my mouth today would be words of encouragement, words that would uplift. And um, Father, I just thank you so much that you are in the works right now, that you are in my life working. And I pray for everyone listening to this episode that they would just be encouraged, Lord. They would have their spirit uplifted, Jesus, today. Father, I thank you so much that every single word you have for us reaches the depths of who we are. And I just thank you so much that you know what, exactly what it is we need to hear to find the encouragement that we need to keep going. So Father, I just pray that that encouragement, that word will go forth today that you would use me to say what you want to say to everyone who is listening. Father, I thank you so much for everyone that you have brought to this episode to hear it, to be encouraged by it, to be uplifted by it, that that when they leave, they they wouldn't leave with, oh, Kendra's such an amazing podcaster, but they would leave thinking, You are such an amazing God. That they would leave with those nuggets of truth that you have placed in their hearts. Father, I pray that we would spend every single day looking for you in other people. That that when, when we see something that is so of you, that we would just stop for a second and praise you for that, Lord. Worship you. Be in awe of you for who you are, Lord. And I pray today would be one of those days where we just take a moment to say, wow, look at God in my life. Look at all of the different areas that God has touched in my life. And I just, I thank you so much, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you do in our lives that just demonstrates your love for us. And I pray that we would also love you in return. I thank you for that in Jesus' name, amen. So this past week, I have been in Alabama, which I think that I mentioned in the last episode. And I have, so I was in Wyoming about three weeks ago, and it was an extremely amazing experience for me. And I think the Lord really worked in it. But it's amazing how you can have this encounter with God. You can meet God. And then the next second, it feels like, Or, I mean, the next moment, you step out of that season you're in. You step out 
of that place you were in where God was. And it feels like everything just either, I mean, I feel like sometimes it's one of two things. Either you feel like everything has changed and it's no longer the same that it was when you were in that moment with God, or everything falls apart. You get angry at people, you're frustrated, and and then it just leaves you asking yourself the question, what happened? Where is the Lord now? And and the a couple of things come to mind is one, um, is Moses when he was on the mountain. He was he was face to face with God. He he had an encounter with God on the mountain and he gave him the 10 commandments. And then what happened? Moses goes down back to the people and I'm not sure if that was right away, but Moses goes back down to the people and they they're worshiping an idol now. And Moses gets so angry that he breaks the the um, stone tablets that the Lord gave him and in that moment you just wonder what was Moses thinking at that point like can you imagine how terrible it felt to be that angry after having an encounter with God and I, I mean, like, we can only judge so much. We don't know the full situation. We weren't there. Just thinking about that encounter with God and how a situation can completely change everything so quickly. And I, I've had a couple of experiences like this recently where it's like, I come back from Wyoming and I'm just, I'm just so ready and I'm so excited about what the Lord's going to do. And then I, I get into a situation where someone does something and I'm just so frustrated. I'm so angry at that person. And it's like, what happened in the situation that I have, that I walked away from that experience with God and I've gone, I've fallen right back into everything that it was like before. And it's just, it's so, it's interesting because I feel like there, there are so many times in the scriptures where it talks about just that. You have a man or woman of God that they are experienced, they're having an encounter with the Lord. And then what's the next thing to happen? They fall. You know, they, they end up doing something that they're like, what? This is so unchar- uncharacteristic of like, I, I just came from that encounter with God. Why am I acting like this? And I think, I think along with that, that switch is just, you know, like when, after we have that encounter with the Lord, The enemy doesn't want for that change to continue to have an effect in our life. So he's going to come in and our flesh, I mean like our flesh is always looking for an opportunity to 
do what the flesh wants to do. Be angry at people. Be frustrated with people. And the enemy wants to bring us back into the strongholds that he had us chained to before. So, when there's a moment of weakness, the enemy will come in and try to pull us back into the slavery that we were once in before. And I think that we really just need to continue to go to the Lord. Continue to go to the Lord. And I think I think sometimes what happens, and this happens for me especially, is I have an encounter with God. And then, you know, I just majorly fail. And I start beating myself up. You know, when the, the response I want to have that I think would change the situation is if I went to the Lord in that. The minute I start getting angry or the minute I start doing something that's, that's counter to the spirit walk that I have with the Lord, I need to go to the Lord and say, Jesus, we know this is not me. This is the flesh. This is the enemy trying to kill, steal, and destroy from me. This is the flesh trying to keep me from doing what you've called me to do. And I think in that moment, when we seek the Spirit, when we seek the Father in our moment of weakness, we will find ourselves, you know, maybe still falling into whatever that is, but not falling as hard. And we can still get up from that. So I just want to encourage you, if you've seen in your life, you have had these spectacular moments with God, these encounters with God, and then you find yourself falling back into the person you used to be. I just want to encourage you to go to the Lord in those moments, even if it feels like you've already, you've already messed up so bad. Still go to the Lord. You know, we need to stop allowing the enemy to to cover so much ground in such a short time. And I feel like when the way he does that is he gets us to go through that cycle of guilt tripping us, making us feel unworthy and undeserving and all these things that we're just so awful that God doesn't even want God doesn't even want to see us anymore. He doesn't even want to be a part of our lives because we failed so bad. God is so merciful and he knows, he knows, he knows exactly what the enemy is trying to do and he is just waiting for us to seek him out for assistance in those times. And I think another thing that I feel like the Lord was really impressing upon my heart to just go over today was was really that you can have him anywhere i think i think we have these these god moments and it's funny because i feel like god moments tend to happen in the places where we don't frequent so they, 
So, I mean, sometimes God moments do happen in the places where we are constantly, but they don't happen as often as places where we're not. So places with other believers, we tend to have moments with God more often. And because there's a, there's a welcoming, there's an invitation for the Holy Spirit to be there among the believers. But we happen, like, when we're in the places where we are consistently throughout our day, every single day, where are we? Our bedroom, our kitchen, or at work. We tend to not have as many encounters or even just encounters with God in those places that we frequent the most. And I think I always had the hardest time with that. I always felt like I had to be with other believers to encounter God or to to experience God the way I do with other believers. I had to be with them. You know, I had to be at church. I had to be, um, let me think. I had to be at a conference. I had to be at a worship night. All of these different things. I had to be in those specific places for God to meet me where I am. And I want to tell you today, I feel like the Lord is saying today, you can have him anywhere. Anywhere you are, you can have him just as much as you do in those places. Like, just think of the place where you felt like you had the closest encounter with God. Think of that place. He's saying today that you can have just as much as him that you had there, right where you are, right now. Wherever you are. And I think we have to stop allowing, and this is this is one of the lies that the enemy has just, I mean, really plagued with me, plagued me with my whole life, is that there has always been a time, other than right now, that have been closer with God. And, you know, sometimes I would say that that is slightly true. Because there have been times where I've been actively seeking the Lord. But it doesn't mean that it can't be true of right now. But that's a choice I have to make. So we have to stop letting the enemy lie to us and say, Oh, you can't be close to God right now because of where you are. Oh, this isn't a good place to be close to God right now. That's not true. Anywhere is a good place to be close with God, to commune with God, to have an encounter with God, anywhere you are. I would, I would also say that everywhere you go is a good place to have an encounter with God, to be close with God, to commune with God. And I think the disciples and Jesus in the New Testament are a perfect example of this. Where was Jesus when the disciples were on the earth? Where was Jesus? With them. All the time. 
everywhere the disciples went, Jesus was with them. And if Jesus wasn't with them, you know, the Spirit was with them when Jesus left. We can commune with God wherever we want to. And it's just a prime example. Jesus was with them when they were sleeping, when they were working, when they were walking. Jesus was with them throughout all of Jerusalem and Israel. He was all over the place with them. He walked with them all the time. And I think we have to stop thinking that, oh, God is over there. God can't be here right now with me here. And I think, you know, we we have we have the Holy Spirit within us, but I think sometimes we act as if He's not with us at all. And so I think we just need to change our mindset so we start believing that we can be as close to God as we want, wherever we are, whenever we want to. Instead of limiting ourselves to the times where we're with other believers or there's, there's, um, there's a great pastor or a speaker who's on fire for God that we, that we need that place or we need those people to be close to God. Because I don't think that's true. All we need is the Lord and all we need to do is to Ask him to reveal himself to us. Ask him to show himself to us. Be open to him to him showing up right where you are. And inviting him to that place. And I I want to do that more. I don't I don't want to be held back by circumstances. And my life has gotten significantly crazier than it has been in the past. And so now I'm going to be traveling a whole, a whole lot more. Or at least I think I will. I'm not completely sure. But I don't, I don't want my relationship with God and the encounters I have with God and how close I am to God and how much I can commune with God to be limited to the places I am. Or to the people I'm with. I want to be able to be wherever and at whenever be just as close with God as I would be at a conference where the Holy Spirit is. Or where there's speakers who are on fire for God. Or at church where other believers are. I want to be just as close to God wherever I am, no matter where I am. I want to have that relationship with the Lord. And I feel like we all do. We all want to, we all want to continue to have that with the Lord. This, those communion, those communing times with the Lord, the encounters with the Lord, or to be that close to the Lord. We all want that. And I just want to encourage you that you can have that. You can have him anywhere. Anywhere. And I think that we shouldn't shouldn't strive 
for the emotional side of things. But I think we just need to, we need to be more open to the Lord showing up in places we don't expect him to. We need to be more open to that. Because the minute you think, oh, I don't really want God to show up here because it'd be inconvenient or awkward or uncomfortable, that's when we start we start closing to the door to the opportunity. But we just have to be open to it. Because even if it feels uncomfortable in the moment, you're going to look back on that time and say, I'm so glad that he showed up there. <clears throat> so I I just want to encourage you today that the Lord is with you right now and that you really can be as close to him as you want to be. There's nothing stopping you from reaching out and touching from reaching out and touching God. He's right there. He's been with you this whole time. He's never left you. And just because you're not with the most spirit-filled believers in the world right now doesn't mean that you can't experience God right now. And I would I would argue that when we when we look up to other people and we say wow look at that person look how close they are to god i think you have to start stop comparing yourself to other people and saying i wish i could have that <clears throat> and start looking and asking God to make himself real to you because you will never have what another person has with the Lord never it may look similar it may sound the same it may look the same it's not the same because you'll never be where they were you'll never come out of what they went through So, stop looking at other people and wishing that you had what they have and start finding what the Lord wants to give to you. Start seeking that. Because no one is stopping you from being as close to God as you want to be. The only one stopping you is you. You need to seek God, find God in your life. You need to do that. Other people can't do that for you. You have to. And I think there are times in our lives where other people will help. Other people, I mean, God placed us on this earth relationship with him and others him first and others second so I'm not saying that 
being with others or communing with others and enjoying the the presence of God with others is a bad thing. What I'm trying to say is that it's not limited to being with others. First and foremost, God wants to have a relationship with you. And and God doesn't want to have a relationship with you that's through other people. He's a very personable God. He cares about you individually. We need to have a personal relationship with God. One that's not through others. And that all starts with us seeking God for ourselves. I am, I'm just, I'm in awe of what the Lord is going to do. And I'm, I'm just excited. I, I feel like I'm, that's going to be like the, the motto or the theme for the next couple of episodes that I'm just excited because God is calling his people, his people to a higher place with him to a closer place with him. And anyone who wants to be close with God is invited to go, is invited to come to him and to be as close to him as they want to be. Anyone, everyone. So I just, I pray for you. I pray that you would you would seek God out in your own life. That you would, if you're doing this, that you would stop living your relationship with the Lord vicariously through others. And you would start finding a relationship with Him personally. I'm so, so grateful to the Lord for this opportunity I have to encourage you, to uplift you. And I pray that you continue to be encouraged and uplifted through this podcast. And I just pray that you would, you would have a week full of God moments and you would start to find God in places that you never expected him to be. And I hope that you come back and join me for another episode because I just feel like the Lord is doing a new thing and I hope that you're there to join me for those, for that, because it's just, it's going to be exciting. I just know that it is. So thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you have a fantastic week.